0: of Dudes at Ringside Podcast, with The Metal Geek and Joe the Panther, and of course I am Greatness himself, Mr. Chad Epic, telling you to stop entertaining thoughts of greatness, and like Greatness himself, that's me, entertain you.
1: Hello there, wrestling fans! I'm Welcome. Joe the Panther Jr. to Dudes at Ringside Podcast. And Welcome. now, introduce the Metal Geek.
2: What's up, Ringside crew? How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Dudes at Ringside Podcast. I'm your host, the Metal Geek, and my host, Joe the Panther Jr.
1: Yes, it's me.
2: All right. Today we have a special guest with us today, Joe.
1: Yes. Well, um I think you better take this one. You had a lot to do with this one.
2: All right. Go for it. So introducing from 90 point 90.3 the shark, 94.3 the shark. It's Orlando.
3: What's going on, fellas? How are you? What's going on, dude? What's going on, what's going there, what's going man? On. What's going Thanks on. for having me, man. This is cool.
1: Welcome to Dudes Irving Side Podcast, my friend. Welcome, welcome. welcome Any chance
3: welcome. to hang out with some cool dudes and talk wrestling is all right with me. Of
1: course. <laughs> hey, James. Another one on? on the show a lot, James Axel.
3: Um, so, what, what do you guys um, want to talk about, man? Um,
2: um You want to start with, uh, you know, you heard the big news, right? That just dropped or no? It's not official yet, but apparently... WWE and MLW are working together. Okay. It's not 100% official, but.
3: Listen, when it comes to rumors like this, I learned a long time ago, you're only going to hear what they want you to hear. Yeah. These guys are very smart, and not a lot of stuff leaks without somebody wanting you to know. So if if it's legit, there's a good chance that that's the reason why you know a little bit about it. Who broke the news?
2: Um, I think it might be what culture or um, my, my broke the news earlier today. So but, I mean, Melter was saying something about it too earlier.
3: Well, that guy, look, yeah. I'm a wrestling fan. I love everything about it. Personally, even with like the rumors and stuff at this point, in my life at 43 years old, I just kind of want to wait to see what happens. Like, when it happens, great. If the yeah. rumors were right, great. If they weren't,
0: yeah.
3: you know, there, there was a time when I used – my mother used to slap me upside the head when she would get the phone bill because I was calling all those wrestling hotlines for, like, oh, hours a minute. <laughs> oh, jeez. Want to know what happened and stuff. And now it's just kind of like, whatever.
1: Yeah, you go online and go, oh, he lost.
3: Exactly. Oh, yeah. I thought right. WrestleMania was amazing. I thought it was probably the best WrestleMania in quite some time.
2: Mm. Were you there or uh,
3: no? Nah. Didn't go. You go? I, oh, yeah. I was in the next room on my couch with a tequila. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, lo- I love going to live events. I do. Like I miss it, but a, a big pay per view like that, I'd rather be at home. Yeah. Going I, to a the- house show, absolutely. Monday Night Raw Sure. big pay per view. <laughs> It's Sunday night, bro. I'm up at four thirty in the morning. I'd rather just be sitting on my couch.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. One day we all like we all hang out. We'll go to the go to N- NYWC. We'll go to MSG. We'll all we'll hang out, have some brews. You know,
3: NYWC is a great place to see wrestling. They got some really cool talent, uh-huh. and you know you see some pretty big guys there. I saw Zach Gowan there. I saw uh, the FBI, Tommy Dreamer, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and. It's still got this little independent wrestling feel. You know, it's this yeah. tiny little place. You see some big names and it's affordable. You know, uh, your parents can go with their kids.
1: Yeah, completely. I um one of my first experience meeting an actual like WWE associate uh like superstar, I met Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, before they went to. I, I have a game. picture on the uh, dudes at ringside page. I was just walking around the hallways, and they were walking by, and I think it was a week before they left. And I was like, "Can uh, can I take a picture with it?" They're like, "They're heels." They're like, oh, "Should we do a heels?" And I'm like, "Guys!" And then I just did this, and they were. Po- I didn't realize. Can you're looking at the camera? You don't look at what the people are doing. Most people are like looking. I'm just like, and they're pointing at me and. And I actually, when I went to WrestleMania 35, when they won the tag titles, I took it, I had the picture in my pocket. And right as I think Zach was doing the, the r- r- Rough Rider or whatever he does, mm-hmm. I had the picture in my hand. And when the referee kind of threw and the bell rang, I looked at the picture. Geek, it's yeah, he did. I was like, oh my God. That's oh when he won God. the Intercontinental title? No, when he won the tag titles in uh, Mad Life at 35.
0: Oh
3: man, that was that was I'm blanking, I'm blanking on it. I'm sorry, fellas. I, I know, would was
1: love, at, show. yeah. I see, yeah.
3: It, well, I'm trying to think of where I was. I was at maybe the Coliseum. He won a big match because yeah. he was home, yeah, or maybe he wasn't, maybe he didn't win. But there was a big deal, I think, at I was the at National the Coliseum with him a couple of years ago. And I was there, there's always
2: a big deal with him at the Coliseum.
3: <laughs> I sat with his dad. They put me in the friends and family section to watch. Uh, I think it was Monday Night Raw, and his dad was there. And I think Ryder won in like a minute. Wow! Maybe yeah. that's what I'm thinking about. Was I've, it Kurt Hawkins? He may have he, versus Kurt Hawkins. I don't remember. I'm jealous that you guys have been to a WrestleMania. It's the one thing I've never done. I've been to SummerSlam, Survivor Series. I was at Evolution. Never made a WrestleMania. What um. uh
1: If if you could tell the people, there's a lot of people that are listening to our podcast or watching our podcast on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. What is like your favorite like independent wrestling federation that's in like Long Island that you would tell people to go to?
3: I mean, I would have to say full faith wrestling because uh, last year they made me their general manager, which was a lot of fun. This guy, Mike Magnum, he wrestles for AEW now. He's the starving artist. It's his federation, and he does a lot of uh, outreach. Now, take the religious aspect out of it. Mike is, you know, big into that. I'm not. We get along just fine um, because we're both working for a common goal. We want to, you know, do a lot for charity. We worked with suicide prevention. We worked with veterans. And he asked me to be the general manager. It was, like, one of the coolest things I've ever done. I got to come out to the Ultimate Warrior theme music. Oh, that's awesome! Like oh, that's geek stuff cool. right there. That is so cool. And he gets some really big names. He had Glacier. He had the wow. Full the Italians. Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Shannon Moore. Oh, I know Shannon. Yeah, yeah. I know. Really good names, man. And it's you know it's family friendly. Ten dollar a ticket <laughs> wrestling. Wow! At the cry, end of the man. WC Sportatorium. So if you guys, if things open up soon, man, I would love to take you guys to a show. Yeah, oh yeah, so many definitely MIGC go, I definitely do
1: find out when the shows open up, and if it's a, um, a I mean, I'll probably be around. Just tell, send the send the thing to the to Geek, and I'll tell my folks. I'll just come down for the weekend, and we all just hang out, have some brews, yeah.
3: get some it, It's a fun, it's a fun arena because, like I said, it's so intimate. Yeah, you <laughs> still get some cool wrestling merchandise and intermission and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. that's the one thing that i always i told this to geek and i other people have ripped on me every time i would go to an nywc show i would always go just enough to have my ticket in my pocket and i never got my skin i love wearing hats i'm always like i always i'm like i'll get myself a hat nope no money that day i'll just get myself a picture okay that's all i'm gonna get <laughs> that's all i got was a picture or for a disposal camera have you guys
3: ever been to a house of hardcore show
2: no, never I always wanted to go to one of those. To be honest,
3: Tommy Dreamer puts on some of the best wrestling shows because yeah, all the guys that. that are in AEW, you know, all the guys that are big names today, Tommy found all those guys. Like if you look back to his House of Hardcore shows from six, seven years ago, half the guys that are rising stars today or or big stars today started the House of Hardcore. Oh wow! Some of my best moments in my career were working with Tommy shows like he would come on 94 three, the shark and he would promote house of hardcore. He was always so personable and so great to us at the end of, it was May 19th, 2017. He did a house of hardcore show in St. James. You ask it about the best uh, independent shows. And you know, the card was stacked at the very end of the night. It was him and Sandman in the ring. And the very last thing that they did and I'm just a little wrestling geek like everybody else man I'm I'm no one Tommy called me in the ring and he said this is for helping me out and I got to drink a beer with the Sandman and Tommy dreamer in the middle of the ring wow love wow, you awesome. so as far as far as my favorites for that alone it's got to be House of hardcore
2: that's awesome dude that's, that's so
3: cool. Yeah, look, there's a lot of wrestling talent, and there's a lot of guys right here from Long Island that have, you know, made it big or are on the cusp of making it big. If everything opens up again, I think you're going to see a ton of fun independent wrestling shows around here because everybody's dying to get out and see some wrestling. And there's also, I was saying this on a few episodes, was it last episode,
1: Geek, or was it before? I'm the type of person that says, like, you should reach out to this person. I've been saying this since last week and for a while since indie wrestling is like right now it's struggling and they can't do shows it's a, go on wrestle tees and buy merchandise if you don't know the wrestling federation just anything. go on there and buy a random indie fed's t-shirt and like I know you'd probably suggest the same thing That get gives give them money you know what it's
2: what a great I mean?
3: message and why not
1: yeah. they're
2: struggling you know right now
3: Look, I think to this day the number one question I'm asked when I'm at an event is, "Do you have a T-shirt?" People love T-shirts. I love it. One thing that you put anybody's face on a T-shirt and they're going to buy it. Yeah, exactly. And like you get a T-shirt for free, and it's like handing somebody gold. So Mm -hmm. if you buy somebody's T-shirt, wear somebody's T-shirt, represent their brand, that's that's huge. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. Like. Like, and it's funny, another thing that people are wearing now because it's a pandemic. Also, you could buy masks with the with the group they probably with, with like NYWC. I saw like the, our, the Ring of Honor ones. I don't, I don't know if NYWC is selling masks with their name on it yet, but they should. I think I've seen Doesn't I think Jericho I've
3: seen one? have one. Doesn't Chris Jericho have a gator? I think Did so. You could buy like the things that you pull up over your nose. I think so. I mean, that look. That was a brilliant move. The guys that jumped on that from the beginning last year, when they started to mandate masks, the guys that jumped on that as a merchandising scheme—that was
0: huge,
1: one hundred percent. Like, I, I'm actually my friend. One of my friends said to me, "Oh, Joe, get your name out that You should buy make a mask." And I'm like, I work in a grocery store, and I'm like, I have ADD. You think that wearing a mask won't get me in trouble? The girls get me in trouble for talking to them. The mask could make me get in.
3: I'll be cleaning the parking lot for two years. What's it like in Pennsylvania as far as restrictions? Do you guys do you have uh, capacity restrictions in bars and stuff?
1: Yeah, like a lot of the bars aren't open. Um, my rest, the restaurants by my house, a lot of them are still to go. A lot of the the bigger restaurants, they're doing like a. Uh, to go, or you can eat in house. You just have to be careful, with like wear the masks totally... you know, when the waiter is there. You take, you can take the mask off and eat, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. But movie theaters now are like at like ten percent by my house. But
3: you can rent a movie theater here on Long Island. Yeah, it's something like one hundred and fifty bucks. You can rent it, and it's like you and ten of your friends. I was honestly thinking of doing that with. Something that one of the Marvel movies or something that just came out. What did Black Widow come out yet?
2: No, not yet. July. July.
3: July, right? July. Maybe we do it for that. Yeah. Oh, it was Mortal Kombat that just came out. Mortal
2: Kombat was oh. awesome, by the way. I haven't seen it. heard is
3: great. I loved How it. Are you right. guys. What? How, How old, are old are you guys? I'm thirty eight. Thirty five. Alright, so you're around the same age. I'm 43. Yeah. You knew where every Mortal Kombat machine was on Long Island, every pizza place that had one, every deli, and you would you'd be walking on the street and you could hear the kids standing in the back of the store banging on that Mortal Kombat machine. It was the video game.
1: I have a funny story for you, Orlando. My uncle, he works in like the uh the gaming machine stuff. So like my yeah. uncle got a an original street fighter arcade game in his basement he he had one night he even told me randy you gotta go i was at his house literally playing street fighter to like 12 midnight
3: street fighter 2 or the very first one one. so where you can only be ryu
1: no no it's part two it's part two because you could be all the characters everybody's in it okay and I I I found a cheat that you do the Sonic boom you do like the you slap the the, the joystick sideways and you push the buttons twice and you go Sonic boom, Sonic boom yeah. I filled the scream up with Sonic booms my friends my cousins hated playing playing me cuz I knew how to do it my uncle said do this and he taught me how to open up the bottom part and um get the chi- the, the extra points the the credits it's
3: an interesting story about Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat you know how uh, you ever see the movie Street Fighter? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that movie.
2: I haven't seen it though.
3: Van Dam yeah. plays Guile. Yeah, yeah. And that was sort of an FU to Midway because if you watch the Mortal Kombat video game, Johnny Cage looks a lot like Van Dam. Mm. One of the Johnny Cage finishing moves, he does the split and he hits the guy in the balls. Yeah. That's a Van Dam move. Yep. Mortal Kombat was supposed to be based around Johnny Cage, who was supposed to be Van Damme. And something I don't know the there's a couple of different stories, but I think it was Universal Soldier. Van Dam was doing a movie and he couldn't get the rights or get freed from his contract to do Mortal Kombat. And there was a big fight over it. So Mortal Kombat just became its own thing, and they used Johnny Cage as Van Dam. And then mm-hmm. Van Dam turned around and did the Street Fighter movie, sort of as like a screw you. Yeah,
1: so one of my uh, one of our our guests, our followers, uh James Axel, he wants to know a little bit a little bit about you.
3: I'm not that interesting, fellas.
1: <laughs> I, I read the comment when when he was saying it and I was like, Okay, I gotta eventually ask that question because James was like, guys, I I asked the question, you didn't James is like the type of James is a YouTuber. Okay. Oh, and he, he came on a show last week and I, I know James would would totally be like You
0: didn't answer my question. So I'm just a Long Island kid, James.
3: I'm from Ronkonkoma. My parents were from Queens. I became a wrestling fan when I was hmm, seven or eight years old. It was something my grandmother and I did together. I lived in an Italian household, so the only time we were not yelling at each other was when we were yelling at the TV watching wrestling. The Ultimate Warrior is my all-time favorite wrestler. I have four. The Warrior, Kerry Von Eric, Bruce the Barber Beefcake, and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm. Um, I got – I was lucky enough. My mother and my grandmother took me to every wrestling show as a kid. I got to see them all at the Garden, the Meadowlands. My first pay-per-view ever was Survivor Series 97 when Shawn Michaels lost the belt to Sid. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Growing – you know – Getting into radio 15 years ago allowed me the chance to develop a relationship with some of these guys, some of which, I mean, my career was made thanks to some of these guys. Like Tommy Dreamer is one of the biggest reasons I have a career. He helped me so much throughout the last 15 years. Orlando, who's the favorite wrestler I met? Craig, that's a little difficult because I'm telling a story about Tommy Dreamer right now. Like Tommy on such a personal level has helped me that I would have to say him, but back in 1996, the ultimate warrior did a autograph signing at a comic book store at the Smith Haven mall. That's no longer there. They told us I was there since like four in the morning. I was a complete psycho sitting there by myself. It was just me and the mall walkers. My grandmother came and they told us, you know, he's not a very nice guy. Just take your picture and move. He was so enamored by the fact that there was a 75-year-old woman there to see him. (laughs) Wow. And, you know, she's, like, rubbing his arms, like, Grandma, don't don't touch him. Oh, Grandma can touch me. He's hugging her. I mean, treated her like a queen, like an absolute queen, and defied every single rumor that they ever said about him. There was nobody nicer than the Ultimate Warrior that day. Wow.
2: I think the coolest guy I met was Ricky Steamboat.
3: Oh, I would have loved to have met him. Man. I'm jealous.
2: It's Ricky Steamboat. He, um, Where'd you meet him? I met him in uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey at the uh, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor show. And uh, he, uh, I signed, I paid for one autograph, right? He, uh, I said, can you sign my DVD? He goes, I'm going to sign this DVD, and I'm going to sign a personalized photo. Oh, wow. So he gave me two autographs for the price of one. I only paid for one. He's such a cool guy.
3: Dude, to this day... Like, you watch Ricky Steamboat versus Ric Flair at uh, the Chi-Town Rumble, the Clash of the Champions, when, when he put yeah. it the double chicken wing. That's yeah. one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life.
1: My favorite meet- person I ever met, of course, Zach and uh, Kurt, but the best legend I ever met, best manager of all time, Bobby the Brain Heenan. We loved him. Like, oh Bobby, man! I met him at um. I think it was the same show. I one uh, with Geek. I'm not too sure. Yeah, you do I was. I have WrestleMania. I still have a. I have a bunch of tapes in my in the Panther collection, as I said, I call it. Um, it was the tape when Andre faced Hogan at WrestleMania. I had my friend from college gave me the tapes. He didn't want them, so I just took them, and I didn't think I would ever do anything with them because they were tapes. I put the cover with me. Oh, right. thank you, thank you, uh, thank you, Thaddev. And I, I put the thing on the table, and he's talking to me, and he's like, he, "I was like, 'Oh, can you sign over?' He's like, i 'I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna sign over Hogan. I can't stand him. I'm not signing over my boy. I'm gonna sign by my boy. I miss Andre. So it's when he had cancer. So he was like, yeah. 'He was like, 'Gersh, he still had his jaw, but he's, he had his voice was like when mm-hmm. he talked to me. I have to find the picture. I'll send it to you later on Instagram. I'm I I was so nervous. I didn't give the money yet. You know, you have to give the money first, and then you take yeah. the." He's like, let me just take a picture with this guy. I'm like, what's your name? Like, I'm Joe. He's like, well, what's your wrestling name? Because I always played the WWE games and I always called myself Kid Crazy. And he's like, let me take a picture with my client, Kid Crazy. (laughs) Like this, like Randy Orton. I'm just like,
3: that's awesome. Look, I think part of the reason that wrestling isn't as entertaining to me today is because the announcers are nowhere near as good. They don't put the guys over like the old guys. Bobby the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon were the greatest announced team. And Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler are are close second. But as an old school guy, Bobby the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon, you ever want to learn how to do ring announcing? Watch the Royal Rumble when Flair won in 92. The reason why that was the best Rumble is because those guys, those announcers carry the entire thing.
1: (laughs) And um, my favorite ring announcer of all time, Geek knows who it is family yeah, I Pinkel. could do I may have to stand up I could do a spot on howard Pinkle <laughs> <clears throat> now introducing to the mic he works for the shark
0: boots or it's
3: good man
2: <laughs>
3: I, met him.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I can I
3: can go with the wrestling stories pretty much. All day, but going back to that question of who were the nicest guys that I met, we there's a guy named Brian Barth. He's a promoter. I, off the top of my head, I can't think of his his federation of Brian. If you're watching, I apologize for that. But he puts together these wrestling uh, festivals, mm. these, these autograph sessions, and he does the big event. It's called and Brian is excellent at getting all this different talent. And I with me and my buddy Johnny were doing security for Goldberg. Oh my. Goldberg was excellent with everybody, but there was, there was a special needs kid that came in the in wheelchair. Goldberg stopped the entire event, stood up, went over to the kid, told him he loved him, hugged him, <laughs> sat with him for 15 minutes. The extra attention that Goldberg took just to make this kid's world, it, it was so inspiring. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. And then the line was out the door and he looked at us and he goes, damn it, my Uber driver left. And he goes, how much more time do we have? And he was only supposed to be there for three, four hours. There was an extra maybe hour and a half worth of people online. And Goldberg says, all right, I'll figure it out. So I looked at him and I'm like, bro, we'll take you home. We work with Brian, you know, if if," not thinking he would ever say yes. He goes, okay, that's cool. Uh So. He wraps up the autograph session. He goes, all right, guys, I just got to get out of here. So it's me and a bunch of my friends surrounding Goldberg, like it's WCW 99. And he's walking away, the security guard. You can almost hear Goldberg. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. We get in the car, and he looks at me. He goes, you mind stopping at Burger King? I'm like, no, sir, not at all. So we pull up to the line. The guy – you know, this kid was having a horrible day. He's like, hi, can I take it? And he just, he sees Goldberg. And his eyes just like go, like, <laughs> runs out from behind the drive-in, out of the store, up to the car. He's like, I need to get a picture with you. I'm having the worst day. Goldberg got out of the car and took took a picture with everyone. Yeah, it's awesome. That's, that's good awesome. A nice guy, man. <laughs> that's
2: like, awesome. Top notch. It's good to hear story. good stories about wrestlers, you know? It really is.
3: I've been lucky. Every wrestler that I've ever, ever worked with, whether it's an interview over the phone or like Nia Jax came into the studio once and she uh, could not have been a bigger sweetheart. Love I her, I oh, some- we met her.
2: We met her in uh, Phoenix, me and my girlfriend. She looked at her nails. Her nails had the uh, WWE logo on the nails. She was looking at them and she's like, I love your nails, cutie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, she... She's just got the biggest heart, and it's real. Like, when you talk to her, she's yeah. not Nia. She's Lena, and yeah. you know, she's, she says that, too. She treated everybody. She took a picture with everyone. You know, she was mm-hmm. only, only supposed to come in, do the interview, and leave. And, you know, there's a lot of salespeople that, that are in the studio with us, and they're interested. They're wrestling fans. We walk out. There's a line. I'm like, great. Couldn't have cared less. Took a picture with everyone. That's mm-hmm. awesome.
1: That's that's good when like with certain wrestlers. Like I remember going to the garden one time with my uh with my friend with my friend with I think it was with Craig that answered the question. We were waiting to get autographs. It's when Rico was still in the WWE WWE. Yes. We're waiting. I put my auto I get my hand shaking and I, he signed my autograph. We look and Randy Orton goes right around Rico and he goes and, and I'm like, oh my to my buddy, oh there goes Randy Orton. We heard from across the street. He says, "Get the fuck off me!" He yells at some fan. I guess a fan grabbed him, and it's it stu- that stuck in my head forever.
3: Like, God. I mean, it's hard. You know, you don't know who these guys are. You don't know who's coming up to you. Like, I am not famous by any means, but there are times when people will come up to rob or myself on the shark. They mean well, but. When you don't know somebody, like just picture the perspective. Somebody comes up to you, like with a finger, and it's like, "Hey, I mean, bro." If you were at a regular bar, you would think immediately that's a fight waiting to happen. Yeah, <laughs> right. want to tell you that you know they love the music you play or they heard something funny, but you don't know that. And if you're not careful, you know, like I don't blame Randy Orton for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like at like, I think it's kind of like. The fans kind of like messing up what they're doing now. Now they they're not really now allowing like WWE is not allowed to do autograph signings. But I could see why. Have you seen the pictures that they're doing to the female wrestlers putting their arms around like it's a prom
3: picture? Have you seen those pictures? No, but that sounds creepy. It yeah, one hundred percent. What'd you guys think of the main event at WrestleMania? The first night with uh- the
2: first night was awesome. I love, absolutely love the main event.
3: I okay. didn't like. I liked the show. I did not like the main event. You know what it was to me? They made such a big deal about uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, and I wanted to see a regular wrestling match. I thought I was watching a bondage film with the amount of times they tied her up with the ponytail, and <laughs> the ponytail was like such a big deal in the match. It made it seem like a gimmick match.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: you know, I'm to tell the
2: story though. They
3: I get the story they were trying to tell, but tell me that story with their ability. The, the, to me, the ponytail almost made it seem like it, it cheapened it, like it was a novelty match. Mm-hmm. You know, the next night, the the female tag team match, that was one of the best matches, I think, of WrestleMania history. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to give them the belts,
1: you know? I really, really, really thought they were going to give uh, the
3: the <laughs> challengers the titles. I think maybe they should have. But it didn't take away the quality of that match. When Shayna Baszler locked in the submission, I mean, she looked like she was going to rip that girl's head off. Like it was believable.
1: Yeah,
2: I feel like Shayna should be a singles wrestler, in my opinion. Though she's that probably. Yeah,
3: you know what though? You know that she's a UFC fighter. You know that she's dangerous. It's almost a bit of camouflage that she's in a tag team. Because it doesn't stand out as much that, you know, in the back of your mind, she can kill the girl across the ring.
2: Yeah. 100%. Right. That's what I'm saying, you know.
3: You know, like WrestleMania with uh, Becky and Ronda, you know, I, I don't like triple threat matches as title matches. But I understood why they did it with that one. Because, you know, in the back of your mind, Ronda would kill Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Oh, she would
1: have ripped her arms off. I was That was the mania that I, I was so disappointed with the ending. And then I was like, I kept saying to, uh, I was watching pictures afterwards. I'm like, Rhonda's arms weren't on the mat. Come on, man. You
3: didn't see the picture? You're late. I was like, Your oh. thoughts on Bad Bunny? And yes, Shayna Baszler is my number one wrestler. Yeah. Yo, that Bad Bunny thing, what can you, you can't say anything wrong. He proved every single. Detractor, every critic wrong. That dude put on a great match. He
2: did, he did. That he's yeah. he even put on Destroyer. Yeah, you Who a- would ever thought he would do that? You know,
3: it wasn't even just the offensive moves. He studied how to be a wrestler. He sold. Yeah, it was believable when he was when when he was hurt. Everything that he did was anything that you would see, you would believe a, re- a a wrestler to do. I thought that guy was great.
1: Yeah, he. You would, yeah. I, I would, I would even say, like maybe in the future, if you would come back, give him a cruiseway title match.
3: I mean, I'm sure that guy yeah. makes plenty of money doing what he's doing. Yeah, definitely.
1: You hear about his concert, Orlando? No. Completely sold out. Wasn't that when we you were talking about yeah, it? One and we that, like- and the, that and
2: the tickets are like ridiculous by now. They're like two thousand dollars or three thousand dollars for the cheapest ticket.
3: Like, A matter of the top music. Like, I didn't know who that guy was.
2: I had no idea either, and I, <laughs> yeah. I looked it up on StubHub, and I'm like, really for this guy?
3: <laughs> that's what was crazy about that match, though, is because you didn't know who he was, and you just would have thought that he was another amazing wrestler. Like that's how good he was that night.
1: Thanks, Tony, by the way. Hey, Tony. He was one of our last guests we had. He, he was the heel
3: on the show. Tantalizing a- Tony? Yeah. 10th,
1: oh, he's funny as hell. Looks yeah,
3: but- like somebody I would have a drink with. So He's, he's a he's cool
1: funny. guy. Yeah,
3: He's, he's funny. Very well, cool. I mean, look, I have, you know, NBC Peacock because I won a WrestleMania. I haven't gone back. I haven't looked at, you know, what they scrubbed and, like, what's not there anymore. But thank God I still have these old DVDs because there's a lot of stuff that they're never going to show again. Mm-hmm. That like, I'm thankful that we're all from a generation where we got to see this stuff.
1: Yeah, oh, 100%. They took like, a lot of takeovers
2: off. Did they? They took, they took a lot of the takeovers off Pe- Peacock and I on there. And I was like, and I knew
3: they're getting rid of a lot of the Nation of Domination stuff and DX. Right. Like some of that really? stuff was the best wrestling ever.
1: That was like the best gimmick. That was yeah. the best rivalry, right down raw. The Nation versus DJ Degeneration X. Oh my gosh!
3: And the thing is, if the guys doing it didn't have a problem with it, why should anybody else? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, those those wrestlers, to me, were the most five tool. Billy Gunn. He could wrestle. He could. He could shoot. He. You know, he, he could talk on the mic. Shawn Michaels, to me, is probably like the greatest wrestler of all time. He's he's the man. Shawn, oh gosh. He's never had a bad match. Every single person he's wrestled looked like they were a five-star wrestler. He was amazing on the microphone. I mean, I wouldn't call him one of my favorites, but I think he's like the best as far as getting a match out of anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. He could put anybody over. Shawn Michaels, he could put anybody over.
3: And like, he lost so many times at WrestleMania, and it never – once dulled his star because you you knew that he was the better wrestler.
1: No,
2: oh, Yeah, 100%. Also, um, are you, what kind of music are you into? Like uh, bands, I mean.
3: Oh, I mean, I listen to like 90% of what we play on The Shark. I'm a 90s kid. So, like, my favorite bands are Mother Love Bone and Candlebox, but I'm also like a big uh, Bruce Springsteen fan, Leonard Skinner. Mm-hmm. I grew, up, I grew up on classic rock. The Beach Boys was my first favorite band. And then I think I was like five years old. My stepmother put on Black Sabbath's Paranoid album. Uh-huh. I heard Iron Man for the first time. And as a five-year-old, that's only heard the Beatles and the Beach Boys. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You're scaring the shit out of me. And it, like, I, I was hooked. Ozzy, I don't know if you could see it, but Ozzy is like one of my all-time.
2: <laughs> Tens line Tony and. And Orlando are in the area thread. Paul,
3: are you? What's up, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Paul was a great dude. Yeah, Yo, you should, you should have Paul call in, man. He's got some amazing stories. Well, if he
1: wants to come on the show, we can just send him the link. If he oh, wants to come on call. the show, we can just drop him the link that we gave you. He can come on the show. Send yeah. it to me again, Lance. You <laughs> Lance? <laughs> send,
2: him send him the me. link
1: again.
2: All right, send him the link he again. He can come
1: on the show. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, like my very first. Um WWF show when I was a little boy. Here we go. The the show was it, it's on the network. I don't know if they have it on the peacock. It was a WWF house show show. I think it was like 1991 The main the opening contest was um WWF show dragon Street. steamboat versus Haku. It's on the network.
3: Okay, hang on, fellas. I apologize. Um uh, I don't want to get the uh the
2: the feedback, right? The feedback. I'm sending I, the Paul link right now. I
1: sent it to you, so do Instagram. Yeah, so the first match was Ricky Steamboat versus Haku, and the main event was leading up to WrestleMania when Slaughter faced faced Hogan.
3: WrestleMania Seven.
1: Yep, it was the lead up. It was the lead up to that match, and the match was a boot camp match and. I, and you know that era of Hogan, so I was kind of like a big Hogan fan. Even though my dad was like, you know, your grandfather was a heel. <laughs> you're, cheering for, you're cheering for the wrong guys, son. And I was like, but it was Hogan. There was the Hogan era. You know, little kids love Hogan. I'm like, if my like a grandfather passed away before I was born, so I didn't get I ever got a chance to live in that that shine of wow, your grand. I I knew because my dad told me the picture and told me about him and told me he was a wrestler. That was my whole story now, like, with everything I did. Like, Geek can tell you, all I would talk about was my grandfather in college. I was like, yeah, my grandfather. Like, as I jokingly say, my friends would tell you, my wrestling mic drop is, is your grandfather a wrestler? I guess not. And then I walk away.
3: And <laughs> you don't have any footage of your grandfather? No. There's got to be something out there, man. Yeah, I know. There's something. There's, um... There's a video
1: uh, that I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was um, behind the mat. Yeah, yeah. They have there's a footage in there that my dad swears, he swears it's my grandfather in a match because it's a black and white picture of a guy in a mask with a tank top, like the picture, like this. He's wearing this outfit in the picture, and he's scrapping around with the guy in the ring, and he says that is the guy that has to be that has to be. It has to be him, and I'm like, I don't
3: know. I, I don't still know. have Beyond the Mat on VHS, man. I'm gonna go sometime this weekend, man. I'm gonna study it.
1: Yeah, it's a guy with a mask on, scrapping around, and a guy in a ring. My grandfather was a grappler, so his finishing mm-hmm. move was sleeper hole. So if you play, if you still play the the, do you ever play any of the WWE games? No. Okay, I was about to say, if you had 2K19, look up this name right here. You'll be able to find my grandfather on there he's on there I created him and I created him to the team. heel made him a heel i you know they put the hashtags but that's what like 2019 they started to do hat with fun hashtag so he's like hashtag heel hashtag old school hashtag wwwF
3: i there's a couple of guys that I know like wrestling historians that might be able to help man I would love to, to get you some footage of your grandfather There's got to be something out there bro there, There's wrestling tapes from the 40s There's like stuff with Carl Gotch There's got to be something with your grandfather somewhere
1: It makes me sad because I The only thing I have in my grandfather is this That my mom made me Made a bunch of us Sure. And the plaque that you, you saw that my dad showed And it's like
3: we What even, territory was he in? He was in the WWF. Yeah Yeah so you got to like talk to guys like the WWWF guys, like they would bounce from territories too, like after they would finish there. So I wonder if he went down to like Tennessee or Georgia, or or maybe he went up North to, to stampede in Canada, who knows? Yeah, There's got to be a way to track them.
1: And like my uncle, I only, I only have stories of people that that told me people have, I, I, uh, thunder feet, like i went on youtube and i even looked his name up and I, my dad's like we're gonna find something we're gonna find something and, and you know you you know when you're on your phone and you keep saying a certain thing and then eventually a few days later you look it up on instagram and it comes up on you you yeah. should out. i grabbed my dad's ipad and i was like joe quinones joe quinones joe quinones just to get nothing but it made it and my dad's like you're gonna get yourself sick looking putting your face that close to your
3: iPad. I don't think it's anything you'll find on the internet. I think it's gonna be well, you know where you might find it? You'll those old uh those wrestling video vendors, like they might have old matches. You know, everything's compartmentalized, so look for nineteen fifties wrestling matches. He might appear. Yeah. Did he ever did he ever wrestle under another name?
1: No, he just used that name and he wore the mask the whole his whole career.
3: So, what was what was his wrestling name with the
1: mask? Jose Quinones. Okay, the Panther with the mask. Yeah, he never wrestled without a mask. He was just a mask wrestler.
3: Share the story of you saving Dreamer, and sl- it didn't exactly happen that way, Paul. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> forget about going to dinner. After dinner, go home and come jump on this thing with me. Oh yeah. <laughs> He just texted me. He said he's waiting for a table at this place in uh in Holbrook. <laughs> is that his family in the picture? <laughs> is that like a he, he said, "Tantalizing Tony is one of his oldest friends, and he met him at the very first Monday Night Raw." He was on our show. Tantalizing, was, Tony.
1: tantalizing Tony is a great guy. He's so funny, man. Yeah. You have to, if when the shows come back, I'll tell Tony to come to a show. We have to all hang out.
3: You can. Oh, we got to go to the NYWC Arena, definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. The would be yeah. a lot of fun. Uh-huh.
1: I'll be wearing my. These are my my stage. I don't. I have real glasses. I right hear. Okay, glasses, and these are my stage glasses. And I told Lance, you know, you know, Geek, when we go to wrestling shows, I'm gonna have my real ones on the shirt, and I'm gonna put these on to watch the show.
2: <laughs> I'm just waiting for tickets to go on sale for Russell Dynasty at the Garden. I, and- Look,
3: everything that I'm reading about, like we we just started getting. Uh, concert offers to give away tickets. This from Jones Beach shows opening up. I know Dave Matthews is playing up at Saratoga. Things are happening. Like, I don't know how quickly, but mm-hmm. I know that the shows that we're getting tickets to give away for are like uh, end of July, early August. So, I mean, we're in May already. Things might be happening sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I mean, they, had, they had fans at mm-hmm. Raimi James Stadium for WrestleMania, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you think it'll be full capacity for uh, the summer? uh...
1: Didn't
3: they just have full capacity for a UFC show down there?
1: Yeah. The last UFC was full
3: capacity, right? Yeah. More. They did.
1: But I think they were finding uh, fighters that had COVID after the fact. I think they said that.
3: Well, at the Super Bowl, you know, there was 25,000 people. Spread out somewhat, but 25,000 people. Were they really? And they said it was going to be a Super spreader event. there were only 56 cases. Mm-hmm. you oh. Paul, do you know when? Because I'd love to help with that. Oh. Definitely.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Ge- Geek and I have said, if if we could get back to a show, I'll tell Geek to bring his laptop. We will do a show outside in the parking lot. <laughs> a show
3: We will do it. I've done some guest <laughs> ring announcing for those guys um, at NYWC. They're, they're very – I got two bad hips. I'm 43 going on 80, and they're very nice where they let me walk up to the ropes. And after watching me pathetically try to get into the ring a couple of times, now they just let me stand up on the ramp. and. <laughs> and then after matches, my friends did stuff they did the backyard wrestling, and
1: I, guys, you know, I got I used my my wrestling name, Kid Crazy. I just wanted to see how it felt to be in the ring because of my grandfather. So, I that day I went with my friend. My friends were doing the wrestling. They didn't do the crazy stuff with like the blood, like the hitting. They they did all their stuff staged. Okay. So I I was wearing my CI varsity jacket. I had my Puerto Rico tank top on. And they even gave me a theme. They even made me a theme because I wasn't on the car. So they just made me a theme. I had like the uh what's his name? Oh my god, that Joe, the Puerto Rico song. And they merged oh, the they used the gunshots from the Nas song. And they used the Puerto Rico. Uh, so yep. I came in the ring and I did this whole I'm I'm little, so I like like went through the rope. And I ran from rope to rope to rope to rope to rope. To rope and I got, when I got in the car, I had this burn from under my armpit right here that felt like someone left me out in the sun too long. It hurt so bad.
3: Now I have the AEW roster. Yeah, Paul, I could, I could attest to everything Paul said. I mean, I've watched so many of the AEW guys backstage at NYWC shows years ago. Even uh, Mike Magnum, who's doing stuff for AEW Dark, Starving Artist Mike Magnum. I have a picture with him seven years ago. I didn't know who he was at the time. It was him. It was the tag team so It was him and someone else. And there's a lot of talent that came through NYWC. Definitely. Definitely. And oh. a lot
2: of them are going to AEW now.
3: Yeah. Right? Light yeah, a lot of them are in AEW. Some are in WWE. But, like, these guys are big names. And, it's cool to go to an independent show, especially NYWC, where all right, maybe you're not seeing a big name right now, but wait a year and you're gonna be able to say, I saw that guy at a tiny arena in Deer Park. Exactly.
1: Yeah, it's just like sorry, but the one of my uh the guy uh, Thunderfeet mess texted me, asked me how I spell my grandfather's name. And then also I go to my email and I have been, you know, I try to get wrestlers to come on the show. I email Candice Michelle and I think she said she's not taking any uh Tony, that's
3: right.
1: It stinks. I, I, I really want to get like wrestlers to come on the show, but you know, as I say, the independent wrestlers they feed on this stuff. They come Look, on the show like this, you know. They get their name out there.
3: Listen, fellas, you guys do a good job. There's no reason why you couldn't get the attention of someone. Just Keep emailing. Bro, I was on a a tiny little AM radio station. Um, WN. Jesus Christ. I'm mixing up my radio stations because I bounced around. 1230 WFAS. It was there for 80-something years. And when I got the job, it was a. Oh, that's awesome. I would love to. it It was a tiny little AM station. I emailed Superstar Billy Graham. And my first ever interview on this tiny little AM radio station was superstar Billy Graham.
1: Joe. Oh, wow. Billy Graham. Guys,
3: see what Paul said? I saw.
2: I I, would love it, though. I would love that. The SATs are freaking awesome.
3: SATs. Sure thing. Second guy I ever interviewed on that station was Jake the Snake Roberts. Just keep emailing people and they'll come on. Yeah.
1: The ones that we had, who was it that I emailed? Oh, and, and geek got so mad at me um what's his name that, that had the problem with the uh oh my god he he was having the trouble with the uh, what, what was the guy you got mad at me cuz i i emailed him it was a speaking out then it was a yeah.
2: speaking out and my
1: dude don't even bother you know so one of those guys bad. you know
2: he was
3: don't.
1: bad i can't remember his name yeah, but he was don't. bad i'm not going to say the name i'm not going to drop the name i don't want to get myself in trouble <laughs> Oh, I, say, I don't care. It's
3: Ellsworth. Well, let's put it this way. Well, let's put it this way. Who do you guys want to interview? Like, what would be your dream list?
1: Uh, Tommy Dreamer, of course, because he's hardcore and he's he's the man. He's a legend. And I I fanboyed out when his music came on, and nobody knew who he was. Here we go. Sto- Joe story time. We're at the NYWC Arena. I forgot. I think one of the some, whoever was in the ring. He's challenging somebody from the back. And I'm sitting in the back row, and all of a sudden, Man in a box come on, and everybody was like, these kids are looking around, and I just fanboy, and I jumped up. Oh, my God, it's Tommy Dreamer.
2: And now, everybody – like, you, you wrestled Matt like, Striker that night.
3: I was, that was well, the, I was there. We were there at that you show. You
1: remember when? a guy yelling, oh, my God, it's Tommy Dreamer? Because that was me. No, because I
3: was probably yelling louder. My body <laughs> – Chris Cope was with me, who used to fight in the UFC, and it was yeah, he did wrestle Striker that night. It was, I think that was Psycho
2: Circus,
1: I believe. Yeah, that was like, yep. Right? That was a good show. Oh my, the Psycho Circus is always so exciting. Like the this for us indie fans on Long Island. If you if you're watching us, and you're not from Long Island. You got to come to Long Island. If you have a cousin that lives on Long Island and they're doing Psycho Circus, go to it. It's like going to an ECW show, that
3: show, because the, the main event is so, so freaking awesome. If Tommy ever does shows again, I mean, it's not ECW, but it's a very, it's hardcore, an incredible feel to it. It really is. Like there are, there are moments at House of Hardcore shows that feel like ECW. I mean, I got to meet Terry Funk in the ECW show, at a House of Hardcore show. I got to meet the great Muda at a House oh, of Hardcore show. awesome. Oh,
1: yeah. I've always won- – he's one yeah. of the – there's so many people that are on, like, Dreamer is my number one interview. Number two will be Rain Stereo because – right. As much, as
2: much as um I said before on, on the show, I said Triple H would probably be number one.
3: But Kenny Omega would be cool too. Can't even make it. I mean, I can't see him being out of the realm of possibilities. You guys, Can email him away. I did. I emailed him, and I'm like, oh.
2: yeah,
1: nah. But I'm like, maybe like Dreamer, Rey Mysterio, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, Teddy Biasi, and Hulk Hogan.
3: That's my top three. The way it, it's difficult now because there's not a lot going on. But the way to do things, especially since you guys have a podcast where you're not you're not strapped down to a market like I am like I'm on terrestrial radio so whenever anybody comes to Long Island it's easy to look up these events and then reach out there are no events right now you guys are pretty much any way you want to be being a podcast so look to see where guys are doing stuff even if it's not a wrestling show if it's a personal appearance even if somebody's doing a live zoom they still need as much Uh, exposure and recognition as possible. So Google who's doing these virtual signings Mm -hmm. and reach out to them. They'll take a lot of these, these wrestlers will take any sort of promotion and be grateful for it possible. Reach out to some of these promoters that do the big conventions, the autograph signing conventions. They'll set you up with different wrestlers. As long as you talk about their show that's a great way to reach out and get some big names.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I even, I even called, it's kind of funny. I did this to myself. I feel is he called me. I'm the chief of marketing of dudes at ringside podcast. He talks to everybody. I, I called literally there's, on their Instagram. It says connections. So I called the NYWC number and I told them who I am and I told them what I do. And I'm the on the show and, and then I called WXW. Okay. Relate that's the Wild Samoans Federation. So like I even said, whoever is the big wig here that promotes the show, like the big the commissioner or the GM. And if you can't, can you even try to get to Wild Samoans to come on our show? My name is Joe Ortiguez. By the way, my grandfather wrestled with the Wild. <laughs> like I kind of like did that. I said, by the way, my grandfather wrestled with the Wild Samoans. His name was Jose Cuñones the Panther.
3: That help. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing too. Like, the wild Samoans have to have some Archive matches somewhere. Maybe yeah. just find some of those matches. Maybe your grandfather made a run in or something like that. There's got to yeah. be something out there.
1: Yeah, it has to be something. 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 Something.
3: There you go, fellas. There you go.
1: I, I emailed Kelly. Kelly. She's on her. She's on her honeymoon right now because he was all over her Instagram.
3: But when they're doing these virtual signings. You want to email the promoters. You want to find out who's promoting these things. Maybe, like, if somebody's doing a signing at a store, maybe you reach out to the store and say, Hey, I run this wrestling podcast. We got a fun show and we have a, a pretty hardcore following. They'll get in contact with the wrestlers. It's better to go through the promoters sometimes and it's easier. Hmm. Yeah. I mean that's how I've done it, and that's how I've gotten, you know, multiple guests throughout the years. Especially with these big conventions, like that's how I became friends with guys like Brian Barth, who's an amazing promoter and puts on some of the best uh, wrestling conventions ever. You know, these guys might be like, "All right, well, listen, let's work together." Let's. I, I'm not saying Brian. I, I don't know. The more promoters you reach out to and say, "Hey, I'd like to help promote your show." can you hook me up with a contact to this wrestler or that wrestler? And we'll, and we'll promote your show. Be surprised. A lot of these guys will say yes.
2: That That's interesting. I never thought about yeah. it that way though.
1: Yeah. Like with, with, like with me, like going to like shows, like geek totally got me like hooked into like ring of honor. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't think I was going to like it. And he like, he had the cassette tapes in the college, like our college. They were like, they were only
2: VHS back then. There was no yeah. DVDs back then. Yeah,
1: he would say the the residents would say, Joe, you like this guy? He likes wrestling. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm an old school person. I'm like, yo, you should watch his tapes. He has some wrestling. I'm like, Hur-hur. so I started watching, and the tapes they had so many good matches. Like, um, CM Punk was on these things. Some hey, guys- styles too, right? AJ Styles, AJ Styles, Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe. Oh my gosh, the names go on and on and on and on and on. And then I, I guess I learned about uh, NYWC through Craig. That's in the comments, Craig Lagorski. Like, and then I was like, "Wait, Mikey Whipper owns that place?" And then I learned I met my well, uh, no, my rest. I call them my my wrestling besties, Damian Dragon and Foxy Foxy. They're good people. I'll have to drop you their, their Instagrams. Um, and you could probably, they're good, they're good interviews. Damian Dragon, the husband, he has so many wrestling stories, Orlando, like about psycho circus from NYWC, um, stories about Mikey Whipwreck during the shows, like his, his stories about how he, um, likes uh, Ricky, the dragon steamboat. Like, Oh, and he, he's going to come back again on another episode.
2: You, know, you have to watch our past episodes. It's, it's on it's on the archives. So,
3: on you YouTube. guys going to reach out to Paul, who's been chiming in. Paul could tell you a ton of stories about all these guys.
1: Do you remember... Uh, Paul, do you remember uh, Damien and Foxy? not saying that, damn it! No, I don't!
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you guys hear the impression that Damien Dragon does of Mikey Whipwreck? It, it was so funny. He's like, you, you guys my story with mikey whiprick was hilarious you know he likes dragons like yeah. the dragon stuff i had back in then back in the 2000s i had this janko lance me remember this i had this blue long sleeve janko shirt with a dragon from the front to the back and i wore it i knew mikey loves dragons so i was like he was walking in and he's like hey guys hey guys you he looked at my shirt and he was like. Hey, what's going on? I had in my head, I was like, I'm gonna get. I should. I was like, I'll trade you a shirt. I'll give you my shirt here, here. And he's like, I, I, I can't. I'm like, why? He's like, you won't have a shirt on. I was like, you could give me a shirt. And he goes, No, I can't. I you wouldn't have a shirt on. But I was like, you can give me a shirt. And then he's like, I, I gotta go. Said so sorry. And I'm like,
3: My funniest Mikey Whipperex story has nothing to do with Mikey. Paul, Paul, still watching. I won't say who the wrestler is, but. When we used to broadcast live from Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore Shows, you know, Rob and I, or, or just me, would be sitting there at a table before the shows start. So we're, we're nobody, but if the wrestlers are walking back there, it looks like we belong there. So, like, you know, they know that we're not just fans hanging out. This wrestler was convinced that I was Mikey Whipwreck. Talked to me <laughs> as if we wrestled, and he's going on about Bro, we gotta have one more match. Come on, man, one more match. I'm like, who is this guy? Tommy's <laughs> what? Good, ahead, Paul. I just wait, saw in the comments, and Paul probably could, mm-hmm. if the fact that he's even offering is a big deal. <laughs> but and and maybe for three or four shows after that, this wrestler would come up to me, hug me, ask me oh. when I'm getting back in the ring. And I, I never had the heart to tell him that I'm not Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I never met Mikey. I, I'm afraid to at this point. <laughs>
1: that, that was hilarious. That the, like I, I almost got an NYWC shirt from Mikey Whipreck, but he's like, no, no, I can't let you wear that shirt. I know, again, we'll get in trouble. You know, no shirts. And I'm like, this is a YMCA. I think they have kids play basketball without shirts here in here all the time. No, no, no. It's not. It's a wrestling event. I'm sorry. And I'm
3: like. He's a Long Island kid, isn't he? From Sable,
1: I think so. Craig, I
2: also introduced you to the Ring of Honor too. Don't forget.
1: <laughs> I'm the one that introduced you to. I thought you introduced me to NYWC. <laughs> yeah, we. And it's funny. My mom, when we were, when we were talking about like the past with us with NYWC, my mom's like, I remember the you Lance. Oh, we call him Thunderfeet, The one that's in the comments. Oh, yeah. pack lance's car and i'll go to deer park and go to the and go to those wrestling shows all together all in lance's car i'll pack in there and go together and i'm like i told Thunderfeet and i've told our, my other friend max as said when this when we get a chance to go back to shows i'm coming back to long island and we are going to an nywc show that how is how far first- are
3: you from the island now?
1: i live in um i live in milford pennsylvania that's right over the river
3: yeah i know where it is
1: yeah, I live like you know where uh, Port Jervis, New York is. Hmm.
3: I, I think not the-
2: of- I'm not yeah. far from Deer
3: Park at all. So. Well, you're yeah, you're around the corner.
2: i right around right the, right the
3: corner. Yep. So. Now listen, I think I mean the fact that uh Paul said that there's a show and I think he said July or August. Like I said, Paul, if you're watching, have Shane get in contact with me. I'd love to help. That's a big deal. Just having wrestling back on Long Island, any wrestling. Mm-hmm. And
1: if you guys need help, if, if Paul, if you, here we go. This is stretching it a little far. And we're, I know we're still a small podcast, but if you need someone to help promote an NYWC show like that and get the word out about NYWC's first summer show, we will promote that show like it is the prom uh, in the 90s. Right? Right. We will make it. If you could even give us. Like a hat or like a thing to go across the bottom. Tickets on sale. like blah, blah blah. Go to Joey's Pizza on on Fifth Street. We will promote the fuck out of it. <laughs> like if uh, you name drop us during the show,
3: <laughs> like Paul just said, let's hook these guys up and yeah. bring them to the next NW- NYWC <laughs> show. He wants my buddy Johnny to come. That's my buddy Johnny gets confused with Taz all the time. Like. People will walk up to. He looks so much like him. People go up to Johnny all the time with a with a sharpie and say, "Please sign my whatever." Uh, this show needs tantalizing Tony. T- tantalizing Tony, jump on! Come on, bro. Oh, you need Tony? That's Tony, coming. yes. Man, we're we're on right now! Come on,
2: Tony! Come on on! You Man, know the
1: send Tony the link. Are you uh, set up, Tony? <laughs> oh, God. Tony's return. Tony's Tony. going to come on Paul now. Paul
3: says that he's like one of his best friends, so I'd love to Tony's talk to me. We're friends with Paul. I'm down with.
2: We just he had Tony you. on the show. He's coming he back.
3: He'll face on each other the last
2: time. He- <laughs> he's going to turn heel on somebody today.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. said, sure. This, sure. And by the way, as I always say, this show is sponsored by Key Food in Milford. Come to Key Food and Milford and get your delicious sandwiches at the deli and get your delicious tacos on Tuesday. As my my my, my boss, I said, Honey, can you promote the show? And he looked at me in the face the widest eyes possible with his mask on and says, how much do I owe you? And I <laughs> said, Junior, nothing. And I said, he's like, are you sure? And I said, nothing. Oh, Tony wants a link.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm 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 helping him out. Hold on,
1: Tony. He's 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 the heel on the show. He's abadabbing. <laughs> and I said, how he's on much, you?" I said, "Nothing." He's like, "What are you? All I'm gonna do is just say your thing." He said, "What are you gonna say?" And I, I just said what I said. He was like,
3: "Okay." I want to hear the story about how we met Paul. He said he met him at the very first Monday Night Raw. Wow,
1: the very first Raw, huh?
3: I want to hear the story. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> well,
1: the other, the other, my other memory of when I'm going as a little boy going to the garden, I was at the show they announced Andre the Giant died
3: in '93. Yeah,
1: I was there. I could, I, I still hear the Howard Fingal going, We have good news and some bad news. The good news is, we it's cool with you though. Teacher, it's cool with you
2: that comes on, right? Um, Orlando, yeah, doesn't matter to me,
1: bro. Bring him on, won't say hi. And then the bad news, and then I swear there's times in the garden where you could hear the crowd really good, and then the time they're really quiet because they didn't like a match. Yeah, the I could see at 37 30, 38, I still have memories of that. That the crowd was so when he said, when Paul, when Howard said the that under the giant has passed away. The crowd got so quiet. You think that you thought you would have thought the arena was empty. I little boy, I did this.
3: It was a legend.
1: Yeah, it was so weird. And then it was think like the little, but it was no social media then.
2: I gave him the link, so I'm just waiting for him
3: to there was come. was no on.
1: Instagram. There was no Facebook. There Nobody
3: was no capture the crowd's imagination like Andre the Giant.
1: Yeah. Do you, have you? I a funny random question. Have you watched Young Rock yet?
3: Girlfriend and I saw the first episode. I really liked it. I just didn't have time to watch the rest.
1: My the dad.
3: plays Andre is phenomenal.
1: My dad watched the first episode because, you know, my grandfather, his yeah. dad, he cried the entire first episode.
0: Yeah. The
1: Connection with the wrestlers hanging out. That got mm-hmm. my dad like tears. He was, he was, he was watching like, he was like my dad was cutting onions to make rice and beans. He was <laughs> like
3: crying, crying. Went to the show where Andre walked to the ring. Someone threw a beer bottle. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with Andre the Giant. That's for sure. Actually, yeah. fellas, I, I can hang out for like another five minutes. I got to go let my friend's dogs out. I'm a dog. Dude, I'm not sure how long this lasted today, but uh, I apologize. Oh,
2: What's up? There's Tony. Tony. What's up,
0: Tony? Everybody's here to see me, so everybody be quiet right now, Okay. <laughs> I here for one reason one reason alone, I was checking out the comments, and there's a guy by the name of Paul Laurier. They used to call him the ultimate Laurier. He's an ultimate idiot, if you ask me. Let me tell you something else about this guy. His feet are so big, he's got feet like a hobbit. I call him Frodo. Frodo Baggins is his name, okay? Good evening, gentlemen. It's your pleasure. I'm the tantalizing one. What are we talking about? Tony, Paul's got some stories about you. He met you with the very first Monday Night Raw. He did meet you. Yeah, yeah. he had the pleasure, along with the rest of those HWA bums, of meeting me at Monday Night Raw back in 1993. Yeah. (laughs) That was what? The Mid Hudson Civic Center? That is incorrect. That's the Manhattan Center. Get it right, bro. (laughs) I'm not a wrestling historian like you, my man. (laughs) Listen, bro, I got shoes older than you. Let me do the talking here. (laughs) Listen, Gloria, if you're watching, and I know you are, okay? It's ain't 93, bro. It's 2021. Okay? So it's all about the tantalizing this show. This is why these guys had me on. See how they didn't invite you on. They invited me on. What's your next question? I got time for this. <laughs> I think yeah. they did invite him on. He just couldn't come.
2: Yeah. yeah I gave Orlando the link.
0: And there you go. And there's his loyalty. And that shows you what kind of wrestling fan it really is. He doesn't come onto the podcast. Huh? The dudes at ringside who are trying to do great things here? He doesn't have the time, he's a five minutes at his busy schedule of grilling vegetables to come on. Excuse me, Loria. Tony's right, Paul. You could have just stepped outside for a minute.
3: Ruh, ruh, ruh. How long
0: does it take? How long does it take to come on? Grab your phone, grab your device. Hey, let me check my buddies out. He wants to tell stories from afar, because he was looking, anybody looking to those big little eyes, he is. that's the problem, I come on camera I am the man of the people, I come on when it's time, I come over I tantalize everyone, that's why they call me tantalizing Tony yeah. well, listen, Fellas, I actually have to run,
3: I, I want to say thank you for having, I had a I had a lot of fun with this man, if you guys ever want to
0: want to talk again, I'd be down Oh, oh yeah, no, you are awesome definitely. by the way, you before you leave you are awesome. You made this show great today. You're a great guest. They should have you on every week. I you know, will. I, all I can say is this too. Before you go, keep coming on, keep giving us good content. You're doing your thing, bro. Tony, I appreciate that. You, are you on Long Island too? Bro, I'm in Delaware, but anytime you want me to make a trip, I jump on 95, take it straight down north, take a right at, you know, the Tantalizing Hotel, and I'll check you guys in. Yeah.
3: Serious. When the NYWC does that show in July, uh, we all of us are going. Paul, I'd love for everybody to go. Oh hell
0: yeah! I will be there. I will be there as long as you put Lauria on the other side of the ring, away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much, man. Orlando. Thanks so
2: much for coming on, dude. Thanks, so Orlando.
0: Take care, yeah. fellas. Take care. Stay solid. Take care. Dudes at the Ringside Podcast, I didn't mean to crash your party. I apologize if Orlando left too soon. It was my fault. Well, he realized he couldn't compete with me either, nor can anybody. I just came and popped my head in to prove who I am. So everybody watches. today, I'm going to give a cheap plug. Hey, if you have Facebook, uh, tune into my show with my co-host, JB, Jared Boyd, Over the Top rope. It's going to be on right after SmackDown, 10 o'clock. I'm pretty sure these guys know the link, and they'll send it to you. You guys got any questions for the 10 last one? Because I got to go. Anybody Later. got any questions? Oh.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: update right.
1: Okay. So, right. yeah, that was awesome having Orlando on. Too bad he couldn't stay on longer. But
2: Dude, was Orlando is cool. a freaking cool guest, by the that way.
1: He didn't even give right. us a, promo, but a bunch of tape. So, thank yeah. you. So, uh, what do you want? You want to talk about anything else, um, Oh Yeah, I got a whole rundown, actually. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Okay. I, huh? I ran out of ran out of Joe uh, Pan, uh, Panther's special liquid, but I got Ecto. Where's Marauder?
2: Marauder wasn't here, right?
1: I told him. Yeah. So this was the email from Candace Michelle Geek. Geek.
2: Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Oh. Private dude, you know, you might not yeah. want to show that.
1: No, I didn't say anything bad,
2: I know, but just you might not want to say show that stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, I it's get it on
2: the air. All I right, um, but anyway, um, here's other news we get and Tasmo is going to be in uh, Impact. That should be a good He should. he should bring a good card, uh huh. And, and uh, you got the main event for Under Siege is, is set, you got Good Brothers. And Kenny Omega versus Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards. And you have six-way match featuring uh the winner faces Kenny Omega. So for Under Siege. That's next uh impact pay-per-view.
1: Okay. Um what is this? Uh Thunderfeed, thank you for the link. Um, I have seen I've seen that before, but I've never seen more of that. Maybe there's more that I have not seen. I wonder how those guys, Paul and uh, Tony, know each other. You know? Well, I guess uh, we're gonna have to stay tuned, fans, because we <laughs> may be at an NYWC show this summer. So, Geek, make sure you pack the computer, and I'll pack the banner. Yeah. So, I think I don't think I'll be able to. I'm gonna have to somehow put the. I'm gonna be going through the freaking turn styles like this. Don't get panic, police. This is nothing bad. This what is that dudes at ringside? <laughs> but um
2: anyway, I got I think I think uh Zoe Stark have you seen NXT recently this past week or
1: uh um yeah I've been watching NXT I really like the stuff that's going on it's pretty uh I think um I think Zoe Stark
2: by the way she's gonna be a huge star.
1: That's the one that's obsessed with uh she, she's the, the like
2: the, she's the MMA like the former MMA fighter or mixed martial
1: arts. fighter. What are MMA wrestlers coming into WWE lately? Like, <laughs> yeah, but she's going to be a big star, though. You notice that, geek? Yeah. They all have that same look. Yeah, but I she's hope. I really hope that Orlando enjoyed our our show tonight. I hope he had fun with us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know I, I, we did, Paul. Yeah. If you're still there. Dude, like really tell your friends about us. We yeah, we we love this as much as anybody. We love professional wrestling. I have family in professional wrestling. If it wasn't for my grandfather, I think I'd be just watching Yankees baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and if it wasn't for Geek, this guy over here, mm-hmm. wrong way. This guy dang it, this guy over here. I would have never seen Ring of Honor and I would have never learned about NYWC. Like,
2: I one question for you, Joe. Also, what do you think of uh, Santos Escobar becoming uh, a face and then going back to being a heel again?
1: I think it's weird that wrestlers do that. Like, is it I, because they're trying to get heat? Are they trying to get like a promotion? Are they trying to. You get- I mean, had the had sun come out,
2: right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, on uh a takeover, him with the belt, winning the belt and stuff like that, retaining the belt, and all of a sudden now he's heel again. You it it does what?
1: Oh nothing. Nothing with uh ballot club gay guy posted on uh yeah, so I don't know. I just think that WWE now does not they don't know like they they want the wrestlers want to they want to make them heal and then I guess WWE doesn't like the way that uh, the they the flip flop. Mm-hmm.
2: But I mean, yeah, it, it just had him as a face like maybe a couple of weeks ago. It's
1: kind, just kind of weird to have him as a heel again. Yeah, like I, I guess Vince McMahon doesn't like he like too many faces in the in the federation. Mm-hmm but yeah Thunderfeet, no bots tonight i guess yeah. now that we're, we're we're only on uh we're not just on twitch anymore we're on facebook uh-huh.
3: and, um, and youtube
1: and youtube there's no bots so we don't get them anymore i'm kind of glad the vinny thing is over because viner is over all right people <laughs> <laughs> um it's just it's a, like i think as i said and back to what i said i think wwe just does not like too many faces. Mm-hmm.
2: That and uh, what's another thing?
1: Yeah, like we talked a little bit
2: about the MLW thing. That That's crazy that. You, you, can you imagine a Jacob Fatu versus Roman Reigns match? That's like a WrestleMania match right there.
1: Welcome to the ringside crew. Who wrote that? You did?
2: Yeah, that's me. Oh. Yeah. I think Is somebody, just, somebody just followed or... us. No, somebody followed us just now. Just now? Yeah. So- I don't know. That, following. That's a follow right there. Thanks for following, though. Welcome to the Ringside crew,
1: by the way. So now we're up to... 30, 135. Yeah. If you yeah. want to donate, it's not saying you have to, but it'd be nice if you can donate. Uh-huh. Drop the link, uh, Geeky.
2: Streamlabs.com slash dudes at Ringside.
1: You don't have to, but like you know how you always see those guys playing guitar on the side of the road? I thought that when they're walking on the sidewalk and they got, when you leave Yankee stadium and the guy's playing his instrument and just playing and you could drop a a dollar in there, a quarter. Thank you, son.
2: Thanks for being the Vinny tonight.
1: Yep. (laughs) I guess we couldn't make it.
2: Uh It's all right though. you know?
1: But uh, yeah, like
2: I was saying, um, I I think, uh, and we got, I think the long run here is for Loomis to take the belt off Gargano. My other thoughts.
1: Um, I am feeling. Uh, I think I think I like Loomis.
3: Uh-huh.
1: I like Loomis. I'm feeling Loomis because, or maybe they may not give it to Loomis because think about it. Isn't that girl trying to hook up with Loomis now?
2: Oh, that- um, Indy Hartwell, right?
1: Yeah, she may distract him and then mess up the match, so they can't.
2: Yeah, so he loses. I think that's where they're going with the whole thing, though. I think they're going, I think it's Loomis and Gargano, probably at the next takeover.
1: Mm. Yeah. Do you think it's just a setup? Do you think she's just doing it for that? Yeah. But I mean, and another thing
2: is. I was watching I think the Bucks I've written down. I mean, I think Everrise is kind of like a Bucks ripoff if you notice that.
1: Hmm. Notice that or no? Yeah, it, it, it could be. I I, I don't know, I can't read the read the room, but I don't know. I'm not a fan big fan of uh Ever Rise? Yeah. As I keep telling you, there's too many, too many cooks in the kitchen and in uh ROH right now. I mean, uh, my like, uh, AEW has too many stables. No, we're talking about NXT right now. Oh, okay. I I, I thought you were, the way the name sounded like they yeah. sound like AEW. No. You got
2: uh, NXT, which is um, you got Bucks. No, you got, you got the uh, Ever Rise, which is supposed to be like a young Bucks repop. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you see that thing that uh? Seth Rollins said about the leather jackets that the um they had on. Did I think see-
2: I think saw something like that. Yeah, it's like you guys stole my jacket or something like that. Yeah.
1: Right? Well, remember what Orlando said about uh Seth Rollins. <laughs> annoying, yeah. right. <laughs> another one. <laughs> we had another person hating on another person. Ah <laughs> <laughs> but, first um, first Stevie Ray with Stone Cold. It's like it's like WWE. They tried to
2: get the Bucks years ago, and now you're just you're just bitter.
1: Yeah, it's like, that, it's like that. That girl, that um, her her female friend said, uh, "Oh, I like this guy," and she's like, "Okay." And then two year a years later, the girl's walking by her, holding him. Oh, hey, hey, Rebecca, that bitch. <laughs> She takes the guy that she liked. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. She goes off and finds the guy she likes, and the girl that liked him did never pick him up. That's what it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, yeah. yeah, no dead yeah. air. <laughs> We're waiting for you. Waiting for your finish. I was finished. I paused and I said, "I'm done." In my head, I said, "Done." Went over. There you go. Yeah, de- WWE.
2: Um, it's it's like WWE. Make the, <laughs> you you all agree with this one with me? WWE's trying to make the young bucks in WWE two K, uh, WWE two K as a creator wrestler. They've
1: already have. You know how many people have done that?
2: No, WWE is trying to make them on their roster. It's like their creator wrestler. It's like a knockoff version.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh- ah, yeah. oh. Okay, now
2: Dunder I get Fee, it. gets it. It's like, you know how you have Creator Wrestler in WWE 2K? It's like WWE says, hmm, we can't get the Bucks, so guess what? We're going to make them.
1: Oh, God.
2: <laughs> I just thought
1: about that. but My friend just got, just got our sticker and got my Ghostbusters sticker in the mail.
2: That's cool. Yeah, like Everrise. Yeah, Mima Mania. That's right.
1: Yeah, so. Mima Mania. Me, 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 mania. Ooh, ooh,
2: ooh. Yeah, me. Because I, you, what, what's your thoughts on the whole thing with the the Bucks and uh, Everrise? Because I, I feel like, I feel like they're just trying to play two K nineteen with them or two K twenty, whatever. That's it is. What I do. I don't care. I do that
1: anyway. <laughs> That's my thing. I love 2K nineteen.
2: <laughs> but um you wanna end the show?
1: <laughs> you do, you wanna end it? You wanna end it?
2: It's up to you. Or you wanna watch yeah, it? I okay. think
1: I, th- I think we're getting a little you have nothing else to talk about, Geek? No. Nah. Are you anything or uh... nothing? Not at all. Right. All right. Sure. Th- um geek, say goodbye. All right. I wanna thank everyone for
2: tuning in. I wanna thank a great guest, in Orlando, for coming on. You know, Tony for that five second thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. mad at for that thing. Uh, oh, yeah, man. that five second uh, cameo, right? Yeah, they
1: came on. Charges for that. It's going to come up on on the bottom saying, uh,
2: "Hey,
1: hey. thirty five dollars in appearance and and thank you once again." Let me do my little spiel. Thank you very much, uh, Orlando from the Shark for coming on the show. It's a pleasure and an honor. Um, we really hope again and come back. And as I say, always. Thank you to my grandfather. Thank you for my cousin Pete Sanchez. And thank you, thank you, Frank Martinez, the D- Blue Demon, for lighting the way for Latino wrestling. Good night, everybody. This is Jelly Panther Jr. saying goodbye. And stay classy.